Welcome back to my journey to the wired stage. Today is episode three, and we're going to be talking about courageous feedback. Angel will be joining me. She's one of the members of the international community and has the amazing ability to give fantastic feedback. Today is about two and a half weeks before Wired is set to go live, and we're going to be discussing what it was like when she gave me the feedback on the speech that I had written. Hope you enjoy. First of all, Angel, thank you so much for doing this with me. I'm happy to be here. What is Courageous Feedback, I think, is probably a good place to start. I know that you and I have can talk about this for probably hours on end, but just to like <laughs> kind of give it a, a start, what is Courageous Feedback to you? Good question. So courageous feedback to me, I think is, well, courage. Um, Basically, uh, to me, I would, I think of courage as like having the balls to do something. Can I say balls on your podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, okay, so yeah. Uh, So that's the courage part. And then feedback is you know, honest thoughts on what's good and where there's opportunities to improve or take it to the next level or make it better. You know, I don't think of uh, feedback anymore. I don't think of it as something that's bad or, you know, a list of a laundry list of things that I think that you suck at. Like, mm-hmm. I think that a rough way to think about feedback, um, but it is a thing that I think a lot of us have in our minds just from experiences that we have. So I think courageous feedback uh, if it's good, courageous feedback is honest um, and helpful and pumps a person up and uh, is specific. Yeah, that's really good. Specificity is a big piece of it. Yeah, you're so right. I'm, I'm so in agreement because uh, so many times I know in my life I've gotten feedback that was just either very, very general and had absolutely no impact on me whatsoever. And, (laughs) or it was completely not authentic. Like I didn't feel like it didn't connect to me at all. And I'm left afterwards going, well, yeah, thanks. (laughs) What am I going to do with this? Good job. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Or Hey, Melissa, uh, you're doing a good job on a bunch of stuff. Um, Hey, this number, it's kind of low. So work on getting that up. But again, good job. That's the, uh, I call that the BS compliment sandwich. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I would agree with you. Uh, It's not, it's not beneficial. And so it's not real feedback at that point. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, I'm, I'm letting you give like a high level view on something, but what can I do with that afterwards? How can I kind of develop it? And that's where I think the courageous piece is missing out because to give feedback is, is courageous in itself. Authentic, helpful feedback. I think there's a difference too, between valuable feedback and, um, and invaluable feedback. Okay. Because somebody can be courageous and feel like they're giving good feedback when their feedback could still be invaluable and not helpful to the person they're giving feedback to. Mm -hmm. And so I'll, I'll give you an example Um, you know, you may have somebody who's, um, say for instance, call center environment, Mm -hmm. somebody is listening to calls and they hear something, but it's not the way that they would do it. 
they feel like, oh, well, it'd be better if they did it the way that I do it. Um, Mm. And so they go to coach the person. It may take courage to tell them, hey, the way that you're doing this, I'd like you to do it differently. Um, So it still may be courageous feedback, but it's not helpful Mm -hmm. because that person's style, those two people's styles may not always match up. And so instead of customizing to the audience, they're customizing to themselves. Very good point. Excellent. So what would you say would be the conditions for success, courageous and helpful feedback? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So uh, effective feedback, if we're going to market it, market as like, here's a session on effective feedback. Mm-hmm. I think the way I would probably build that out would be to, um, it does have to be courageous. Yeah. It takes courage to be honest and open and have a two-way conversation, coaching conversation with somebody. I think it has to be strength-based to be effective. Yeah. Um, the person giving the feedback has to know enough about what that that person they're giving feedback to. They have to know enough about them and what they're doing and take the time to truly understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of falls into the courage category, seeking to understand because uh, it takes courage to get out of your head and really try to understand what's going on from that person's point of view. So true. Um, I would add trust. I think the trust comes with the seeking to understand. Yeah. When they actually try to see things from my point of view. Very true. Very true. Um, I think that reminding people also that that you can trust them. The final like piece here that that I had is what was my experience like? What I wanted to share with you, what put me instantly at ease when we sat down for, for our feedback talk was that you told me like I was in a safe space and that I that like I could trust you for me that reminded me because I knew it but when you said it it like I really felt it in that moment oh <laughs> it sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did and it, it really it, it set me at ease and we didn't just dive right into it. Um, we talked a little bit first and we, we got into this great conversation. It's where the initial idea for you to come and do the podcast with me came up. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we dug into it and I felt totally at ease because it we weren't just picking it apart. And, and like you said, all those other conditions for success were there. And so for me, it was a really positive experience because I like writing something so personal was um, an experience in itself. But then saying, okay, well, now I want to go get feedback on it was like, oh my gosh, holy shit moment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I want you to help me make it better now. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I mean, it was, you put me completely at ease and I felt like everything that we talked about really went towards making it better. So now I know that like, going back to you for more feedback on it is going to be super easy. That's really sweet. Thank you for that feedback. I appreciate that. Um, when we started talking about feedback, I actually was going to ask you for feedback on that conversation um, because it's important to me personally that when I have a conversation like that, that I'm bringing value. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to push opinions onto people. Um, and I can get pretty passionate and pretty excited about different stuff. And so that's something that I try to be self-aware about. Uh, not always successful, but I do try. Um, hearing this from you, it really means a lot to me because it's something like that I personally, in order to bring value, you have to have a safe space. You have to 
to, especially to have a conversation like that. And the things you wrote about were really personal. I think for me, I kind of, again, I put myself into your shoes and I thought about how I would feel kind of bringing that, that information into the world. And I would need to know that it's a safe space. So that's, I'm, I mean, that's probably why it came out that way. Cause that's exactly what I was trying to do is to help you feel comfortable and know that I've got your back. Mission accomplished. That's exactly how I felt. <laughs> no, it, it really, Good. it really was. And and I went back and I, and I retweaked it. I have to say, uh, so today we've done uh, the dry run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about how that went? I think it was very productive it, to have it be more than just me and you. It gave me more of a, a taste of, okay, this is going out into the world and I'm going to be sharing with more people. I have to say that in the hours since, I've had a few moments where I'm like, maybe I don't need to do this. <laughs> maybe, maybe I can just, you know, kind of um, come up with some sort of reason why I can tweak this and, and not maybe share this as much. And then I had this other why? thought that, well, that's my next thought was authenticity is really hard. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know. I think authenticity is easy once you get comfortable with it. Like Mm. maybe it's a little bit uncomfortable at first. Um, I think vulnerability can be a little more difficult. Um, And I think probably the part of um, doing this that has you a little uneasy um, because you are um, kind of sharing a piece of yourself that you've kept to yourself for a long time. But I mean, just look at the people who you've shared it with so far yeah, and the reactions that you've gotten so far. And that's it. And, and well, people are going to hear when they hear the talk. Um, my own advice. I, I kept telling myself, Melissa, just reread your speech and take your own advice because <laughs> like, exactly. like it, I, I talk about it a lot and it's something, and, and clearly it's, it's a work in progress. It's, it's a work I need to do all the time to remind myself that, when I'm open, when I share, when I am like being me, then I'm creating that connection. And so that's what I just keep reminding myself. So I'm in a better place now than I was maybe two, three hours ago. It's been an evolution ever since. Um, But the feedback today was so helpful because right afterwards I went back into it again and and I made a, a bunch of corrections and I felt like it was coming together. Mm. It was simplifying. I got to pause you. Okay. I got to pause you. Sure. They're not correct because to correct something means there was something wrong. Oh, very true. Enhancements. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Words matter. Words really matter. I think this is why I'm so passionate about the idea of progress is perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, words really matter. And when we use more positive language, it, it creates a different view in our minds. When you say correction, it, it makes me think that makes it sound like there was something wrong with it that you had to correct. Mm. There was nothing wrong with it. The way that it was, it was still beautiful. Um, The stuff that we talked about was just stuff to enhance it, take it from good to great um, in those small areas, you know, like. Yeah, that's, thank you for for that. You're so right (laughs) because the words, they do, they do really matter. And I didn't feel like it was, I'm like reshaping it into something that's not me, not at all. I really do feel like it just, it's tweaking it to make it better gearing up for your talk? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I think my personal challenge is just, I'm more of a conversationalist than just a speaker. What I'm kind of working on is how I integrate 
um, you know, kind of like we talked about the questions thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on integrating more participation, making it more of a conversation. <laughs> I kind of gave a uh, test run to my brother. And that sparked a whole discussion with him, which was pretty interesting. And uh, when I told my dad about it, (laughs) I don't know why I hesitated. The idea of having a conversation with a bunch of strangers, totally comfortable. Mm -hmm. But I think it comes back to that vulnerability thing, bringing family and into it, people that you're close with. Yeah. It, I don't know, it, uh, it, there was, there was a little bit of a nervousness. So I had to tell myself, wow, this is exciting, just like Simon says. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, and when I told my dad about it, he's absolutely unbelievable that like, we're going to be participating in something that brings this kind of connection at the global level. And I have to say how honored I am to kind of be a part of it. Oh, you and me both, sister. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> um, you know, when, when Ying brought the idea up with the international group and she was she was talking about this crazy idea. I was like, crazy idea. I love crazy ideas. hundred <laughs> percent like on board, you know, and Rod's like, it may, you know, it, it may turn out great. It may work. Um, it's a short timeline for something like this. So it may not work or me, you know, we may learn some lessons either way. Like, yeah. why not? <laughs> like, let's just do it. So I've been all in from the second that, um, that she said that. And we've, put a lot together in a short amount of time. So I'm pretty proud of being able to have a part in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's really, it's coming together uh, right before our eyes and you guys are putting in so much work and I'm just so happy to be a small piece in it. It's not work though. No, (laughs) it's joy, isn't it? It's yeah, it's fun. It's like, um, you know, my husband, he, when he sees me doing stuff that is helping find ways to like pull out these super powerful pieces of what people have been through that I know can help other people like that's super fun for me. To me, I, I feel like it's the same as like my husband when he does like a, a flight simulation or so listening. Kind of wraps up our tour of, of the feet. I have one more question for you. Okay. What do you feel is the best piece, like the best feedback that you've ever gotten? And what do you feel like is the worst feedback you've ever gotten? Like an example. Oh, that's a good question. So the worst one is, is really easy. Had um, a coach who sat me down in my coaching sessions and told me, you know, everything's perfect. There's nothing that I can teach you that you don't already know. Hey, that was courageous. Yeah. <laughs> Takes courage to admit that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and he's like, my, my only advice is uh, just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Man, and I bet that coach walked away from that feeling like, that was a great coaching session. Yeah. Done with that one. Let's move on to the next. Yeah. I'm like- doing an awesome job today. <laughs> like. Like he made my day. Totally didn't get it. And I was just looking like, there's got to be something. Like, I know me. I know that I have things that I can work on. Like, I can make you a list of things that I think I should be working on right now. And it, he was just like, yeah, okay, if you want. That, that reminds me of the law of the lid, John Maxwell. In order to learn from a leader, their, their leadership level has to be higher than yours. Um, and if they're not at a higher leadership level than you are, they're not going to effectively be able to really give you the feedback or give you the growth that you need. Pretty good. I have to say the best 
I think the kind of coaching that I'm doing more recently is definitely the ones that are helping me grow the most. It's filled with conversation. What do, what do I hope to accomplish? What is it mm -hmm. that, what's the impact I'm looking to have? How do I feel in the situations? And really digging into to the deep kind of parts of what is it that I'm seeking to kind of accomplish? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, wrapped up pieces of advice and some some precise examples of situations. So like we'll talk about like, well, what happens is in the coaching, we'll talk about the situations. Like I start, we start the coaching off with things I did well and things I think I can improve on. And, and that's it. So I'll bring up, okay, well, in this situation, instead of reacting, I took my breath, I thought, and I came, I came with this instead. And then we talk about the impact of that and what was different versus when I would previously have just reacted. And then I talk about other moments where I knew that I had like completely closed up, let's say for, for whatever reason. And then why, why did I do that? What was going on? Where was I coming from? What was I feeling that kind of brought that around? Lots of introspection and growth. Mm. You just reminded me of another, um, another part of effective feedback. Yeah. Questions that challenge your thinking. Mm-hmm. Effective, I mean, and I guess that's not necessarily just feedback, that's effective coaching conversations. Yeah. I mean, feedback speaks more to um, to the, the part that I'm feeding back to you, mm -hmm. but a coaching conversation is what I feel like what people really need to, to have that yeah. growth. I've never felt like I've learned more than, I, than I'm learning now about myself. And how yes. I, I can be more effective. That's how I felt when I first started um, getting that kind of feedback, which really I got kind of like a boot camp version of that mm -hmm. um, when I got um, when I got assigned a project with McKinsey agents, because that's constantly how they interact with each other. They challenge each other with those thoughtful, like really make you think, really make you challenge your perspective uh, kind of questions in, and that's in like every kind of interaction. Like there's, you know, check-ins, check-outs, um, debriefing sessions after any kind of facilitation. Um, and really that's it, like challenging your thinking, what did you do well? Um, and you have like you, when you're having that kind of collaborative conversation, you can't let each other off the hook. Like mm -hmm. you have to push like, you're going to the negative again. Yeah. Let's take it back. What went well? What did you, what did you feel good about? Yeah. Um, because recognizing the strength is a huge part of that, helping people understand what they do well. So, so true. And, and really connecting. Um, one other piece I would say that, that nowadays is something a lot easier for me <laughs> is uh, we talk about like how we're feeling about it. And that is not common in the work environments these days. It's, I find it's more, it's more an exception than it is the rule. And that's too bad. I'm, I'm hopeful to make changes in that. Um, yes. You and me both, sister. <laughs> geez, because it's so much easier to come with empathy and to be uh, in a place where we can create that safety when you are really opening up um, and sharing how you're feeling. My boss would tell you, though, that 
every morning because every morning we have a sit down and we talk about how we're feeling that day like how we're what frame of mind we're coming into it and and I launch into like this whole like series of things and I'm and I'm just talking and he's like that that sounds great Melissa he goes but how are you feeling and I'm like Damn it. <laughs> one day one day I'm gonna get it right I'm gonna I'm I'm People have told me I'm coachable, and yet every time <laughs> I start off with with my list instead, and and then I come back around to the feelings. But at least I realize it now. <laughs> it makes a, it's a good laugh always in the morning. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great question that you had for me. Wow, thank you. Going to talk gonna talk about feedback. I think that's a strengths and opportunities. What's the good? What's the what's the bad and learn from those experiences. Um, Tal Ben-Shahar talks about how, I think I may have mentioned this before, he talks about how the best self-help or development books are biographies because we learn so much from people telling their stories. Yeah. And a lot can be learned from just telling those two stories of feedback um, to really like uncover and break down what's effective, what works and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. It definitely gave me um, benchmarks of what I kind of hope to create when I do it. Um, it's like solid examples. What do I not want to replicate and what do I want to replicate? <laughs> um, absolutely. Because it takes it back to Simon. Um, when you have a, a rough boss situation, you learn the kind of leader you don't want to be. Yes. Yes. And being a leader and being a coach are so for me intertwined that it's just, yeah. it's, you can't have one without the other. So absolutely. You don't want to, I know exactly what I don't want to replicate. Yeah. I think being a leader involves coaching people. Mm -hmm. I want to thank you so, so much for, for taking the time and, and doing this with me. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me to do this. I appreciate it. It's been an awesome conversation. Yeah. So you, Melissa, are an awesome chick. Ah! <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> so this wraps up our third episode on my journey to the Wired stage. Thank you guys so much for, for coming back and for all the wonderful feedback I've been getting about the podcast series. It's, it means a lot to me. I am grateful to Angel and to the entire international community for all of their support over the last few weeks. If you are interested in attending Wired and you don't yet have your ticket, go to the website at www.wired.live. I look forward to being able to interact with everybody there. Stay tuned for next week's episode where I'm going to be talking about promotion of the event and connection with all kinds of amazing people throughout the journey along the way. What is confidence versus bragging and how to keep those little voices quiet when you're faced with that. Thanks so much, guys. Take care. <laughs>